Hey everyone, welcome to the Pulse Strong Podcast with me, your host, Becky Dunn. Today I speak to the beautiful Kate Linsell, personal trainer and online coach and pole instructor. With years of experience, we speak all things fitness and nutrition. Kate, thanks for joining me. You're very welcome. Very welcome. I've been excited to get you on because I don't feel, well, within the industry, there's not a lot of there, there is now and there is more as we're getting more but there's not a lot of polars that are pt mm-hmm. fitness minded nutrition as well yeah. alongside alongside it and i think it's so so important and so transferable so i feel like this yeah. podcast our conversation can add so much value yeah yeah i because it's so important right nutrition is yeah. so 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 important it's- crazy absolutely crazy like I started doing pole 12 years ago and I feel like when I started doing pole certainly for the first like Instagram started I don't know when Instagram started but I certainly wasn't on Instagram for a few years but it seemed like when I first started pole you were either a pole person or people were starting to get in fitness was becoming more mainstream and mm-hmm. you know bodybuilding training and all that kind of stuff it's gone crazy the last couple of years but I felt like with the pole industry the people kind of put themselves in a box of being just a polar mm. but, and I was kind of I was split right from the start because I started as a pole athlete I guess because I was I was just doing pole for for a good few years so that was yeah. my big passion first and then I, I owned a gym at the, at the start, and I was a PT, but I didn't really do much PT at the start. My partner did more. So I was just banging to pole. It was my heart and soul. You know, that, was, that was what I loved to do so much. And then I started getting into the gym more, but it seemed like there was almost a divide between people who loved to train in the gym and people who loved pole. But I think now people are seeing the value of both. Oh, my God, both. yeah. Both yeah, you, like cross-training is so important yeah I mean like you I have people that say all the time like how do I get better at pole like when you're a beginner and you start and you start on your journey like you realize real quick that you want to be able to do the stuff that's like the 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 stuff that everybody wants to do butterflies up to handsprings inex all of that sort of stuff and um I was actually having this conversation with Vanessa Bag. do you know who I I did a podcast with yeah yeah well I've not seen your podcast but I do no I haven't put it up yet I literally did it Tuesday oh, and I um had the conversation with her and it's so interesting that when I first started pole like I've been last been the yeah say about nine ten years I wanted to be as skinny as possible yeah and when I started I was tiny like wow. honestly I was like a little stick and I just I wanted was to be tiny too so I, I can relate to that because I was I was tiny not because I wanted to be tiny necessarily but just because I was well I, I don't think you should say really I was built that way because it depends doesn't it obviously mm. genetic for a factor yeah. but I was a very very slim I'm a lot mm. heavier now than what I was but yeah it, it was different wasn't it I think yeah. in the past like 10 years things have changed so much people want to be strong now oh my god yeah much strong and they want a physique that um reflects like, what they re- do yeah reflects on the hard work and 100%. that's just the most positive thing that has happened over the last few years in the fitness industry. Industry. It's just I'm so proud of it because yeah. at the start it was just even like a few years ago, people were still like I want to be thin, and people would come into the gym and they'd say, you know, 
I feel fat, I want to be thinner and all this kind of stuff. Whereas literally the last two or three years, it really has changed. And a huge majority of people walk into my gym say, I want to, perhaps they want to lose a bit of body fat, but they always mention that they want to be strong. They um, want to build muscle or they want to build their legs and glutes. Or, and people generally want to be strong now. So, and obviously nutrition is so important. Whether you're a polar or you just want to be strong in the gym, you can't do it without good nutrition. It just doesn't 80%, work. 80%, right? Would you say 80% is nutrition? Uh, I'd say, like, I always say, I, I do believe that. Like, I kind of say, like, literally, I've been like, on, I feel like they're on par because you can't do one without the other. So, but boy, you can't out-train a bad diet. That's my favorite. No, you <laughs> can. You can. Come. And, like, yeah, I think I'd, I'd say that they're, like, on the par, but I'd, I'd, but I agree with what you're saying there because you literally can't. And, like, the changes that people experience when they maybe walk into the studio and do pole as a beginner and they're doing one lesson a week. Obviously, you'll understand, so you've probably got a lot of students who do that. So maybe they do one session a week um and they don't do anything else and mm -hmm. they are looking at the nutrition and then when they start to do some gym training as well or some dumbbell work or like kettlebells or you know do a bit of mobility and stuff off the pole and then they change the diet as well and they increase the protein and oh my god yeah protein that, is the, the, the changes when you increase your protein that is like People talk about like calories and protein and macros and stuff, but when you up your protein and think about your food more, like the magic happens. It, it does. does. Do you know? Do you know what I've um I've changed my breakfast. Like I I bounce between. So like I used to have protein shakes in the summer. I have protein shakes. I come into winter and I just really didn't want a shake in the morning. I like yeah. quite enjoy something quite warm. I really got into porridge and yes, you can do protein porridge, which is great. But like. I just didn't, I didn't quite like it. But anyway, I've just yeah. started doing the overnight wheat a bit. Have you seen it? Have you done it? Ooh, I've not done it. I've not hey, done it. And a lot of my clients do overnight oats, and I've never actually done overnight oats either. So overnight oats I used to do, which I love, yeah. but there's a new trend going around, which is the overnight Weetabix. So you that can get, yeah, because you can get protein Weetabix. So it's, yeah. like, it's like 12 grams per two. And then you, and I put it with a protein yogurt. And then, um, so in the mornings now, I'm now getting an extra 30 sort of grams of protein in my breakfast. And yeah. honestly, the difference is to my physique just by, I mean, I was getting a lot of protein anyway, and it was a yeah. really important um, goal for me. But even just adding in that extra little 30 grams has yeah. significantly changed my body. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it is. And that's probably a mixture of the fact that maybe... I don't know whether you're having any protein in the morning and you're maybe going into training or maybe it's just bumped you up to the where it needs to be. Yeah. And yeah. like I always say to clients, like, no, it's just as a just as an example. So say the person should be on around 120 perhaps to build muscle yeah. um, in an optimal way. And they're kind of always going in at like maybe 70, 80 or something like that. Even though that's good. They're almost, if you line them next to someone else who was genetically the same and training the same, their progress would be different with a third, like massively different with a third less protein. It's so important. And it's not that it needs to be sky high, but it needs to be like consistent. And it, yeah. And it, it is it, everything. Would you say it's the most important macro? Because I think yeah. it, I think it's definitely yeah. the most important. It is the most important macro, 100% in terms of like building muscle. But, I, but then I also am like a firm believer in 
So the protein's the most important macro and it's important to set your calories and establish what your goals are for that moment mm. of time. But the minute you achieve your initial fat loss goals, if you have fat loss goals, you should be immediately pushing your food up. Because, and people don't do it. So they're living no. in a calorie deficit or they get to where they want to be and they just languish in this calorie deficit. And that's how you get strong. Like I, I, I all year round, have over 3,000 calories a day. And when I tell people, they're like, what, how, how is that possible? But it's just from really focusing the last few years on, like, I'll do a bit of a cut, but then straight away you need to do a reverse diet and you need to push your food up because protein, yeah, it's so important, but the carbs and the fats are so important too and the carbs are so important for building muscle. And so you need, you need to push your food up and try to, food. I mean, we all love food at the end of the day. It's so. just, it's just what you eat, right? It's like, yeah, you have to be, you have to, you can be, you can manipulate your calories and you can be clever, Yeah. but you, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just, it, I think it's being educated. This is why there's people That's that, are, I say this all the time and I, you know, I think with fitness, a lot of people listen to advice that they like they think they know yeah um, or they're just in the it media confusing. it can be really confusing because you hear so many different things don't yeah i just read yeah. a meme <clears throat> this is so so true <clears throat> sorry that um about how when you were younger like it was a meme about the special k diet do you wow. remember special k yeah 100 percent. like 100 percent. and that didn't make any sense did it because obviously there's hardly any protein involved in that so it's like, like when you actually see it now and you're like, yeah. so wait a minute, we were encouraged to eat two bowls of cereal a day. A day. And yeah. then and then maybe like a slim fast meal. Yeah. It's it's, it's mental. Crazy. Yeah. You it know, people yeah. I say all the time, like if you if you wanted to get your hair done, you'd go to a hairdresser's. You wouldn't wing yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Beautician for your eyebrows, for your eyelashes. You wouldn't yeah. try it yourself. Yeah. So why not invest in a in a in a coach, in a nutritionist yeah. coach, a flexibility yeah. coach, a PT, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. to be educated? Because like so many people as well, like when when people say like, oh, I want to be toned, I want to build, I want to build some muscle, I want to look. Yeah. Well, actually, when people say they want to be toned, I don't think they realise that that means building muscle, yeah, which means absolutely. eating more. And yeah, it is, again, it's just the education around yeah, it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, 100%. That's also true. 100%. So, so true. Like, it is. And the knowledge that you learn, if you were to hire a PT or, like, do all of if it's a passion that you want to learn more about, even just within, like, 12 or 16 weeks, you learn stuff then. And it's all quite simple. It's changing a lot of small things, isn't it? Small changes yeah. that add up to, like, a crazy change like I go through I would say it's like seasons of the year so I have times where I do relax my diet as well mm -hmm. like I think we all probably do yeah um, like in the summer holidays when Lexi's off school and like Christmas and things like that so you're not necessarily going to be bang on it all the time but during those times that I do relax it the changes in my physique are just crazy so I'll generally won't weigh much less and I won't weigh much more so like I'll, I'll just maintain yeah so about the same but my physique is not the same physique as what it was a month ago when I was back on it so that just shows the difference that can happen even if you're on similar food when you just when I always say like eating more like a normal person like going back to just eating three meals a day instead of having like you know maybe snacks and yeah yeah and again there's a difference between just wanting to maybe lose body fat but, or training to support your sport as well as build your physique. So 
Now, if you're wanting to lose body fat, you could argue that you just need to be in a calorie deficit and hit your protein and things like that. But if you're training as an athlete and anybody who does pole, whether there is a beginner, a beginner, intermediate or advanced or elite, they are training, wanting to get the best out of the sport. So they are athletes in a way. So they should, that's where it's more important that they should be having a breakfast. You have people say you don't need breakfast and that's true. <sighs> If you don't, you're just wanting to lose body fat. But if you're training for a sport, definitely breakfast, some, some, you know, drip feed, feed the protein throughout the day. You need a pre and post workout generally. You know, you need yeah. to get the most out of your performance. I can feel a difference when I don't have a pre workout and I go straight into training. And then obviously supplements are a factor. You know, some people don't have them, but you may want to think about having like creatine. You might want to have BCAAs. Obviously, not essential, but yeah. Do you t- what do you take? Because I so BCAA is. Um, incredible so for anyone listening that doesn't know it's obviously branch chain amino acids and your body is naturally full of those anyway so it's just sort of replenishing you know because again educating the muscles break down when we work out yeah Um, the way pole the way the pole the style of pole training that we do is essentially calisthenics yeah yeah it's the same it's exactly the same it's such a big movement so you need stuff to supplement that so with the muscle breaking down bca for recovery obviously protein what's your what's your thoughts on creatine i don't i I don't yeah tell me what what your thoughts are i think that it's not essential but it has been proved proven to help with you know a small increase in strength that obviously then will um, you know, have an impact on the if you're doing weightlifting or any body weight trait like calis- well, calisthenics as well. But if you're working on pull-ups in the gym, you know, it is going to help and it's going to carry through to pole, it's going to carry over to, to the gym. Or if you are more in it for building the physique, obviously you're then going to be able to progressively overload quicker and mm-hmm. um, get stronger quicker. So you are going to build muscle quicker if that was maybe your primary goal route. Yeah. So I'm currently having it. I don't okay. have it all year round. So I'll have it for a while. Then I'll floss it for a while. But I feel so strong at the minute. And like all the girls that work at our gym, they, they start having it at the same time. And again, they're like, oh, definitely, definitely stronger at the minute. Definitely stronger. So and how are you taking it? Just when, when are you taking it? Yeah, so I take it on a daily basis, and the yep. ones that I have are two pre-workout and two post-workout, and it is pre-alkaline. Um, so obviously, there's different creatines out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the nature of creatine, you can you store muscle, store water in the muscle. Yeah. Um, but some of them you know, have been proven to make you feel like you almost saw water in general. So the one that this I is have, where I've, I've seen yeah. really, really mixed reviews. And to be honest, I haven't yeah. really dabbled too much in creatine because BCAA, all of the others, you know, yeah. even amino acids and pre-workout. Like I've, yeah. got, I've got a really nice pre-workout that's um, with, it's mixed with BCAA anyway. So it's pre-BCAA, yeah. which is nice. Um, but I haven't really dabbled in, in creatine because I've seen so many mixed reviews. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of the bad, the worst reviews to do with people saying that they felt like they put on weight with it and things like yes. that. Yeah, yeah. I, understand that. I personally feel like I look better when I have creatine because my muscles are fuller. Yeah. And that's a personal, that's a look that I enjoy. enjoy. Yeah, mm. so um, and I don't actually carry water. The, the one that I have, it wouldn't make you feel 
bloated or it shouldn't do it just will make the muscle bellies fuller if that makes sense so yeah I, like my legs feel bigger so i like it because that's kind of a look that i enjoy you know but i i wouldn't go there with a supplement that made me feel bloated and rubbish i certainly wouldn't go there so i, I understand why people may have got it but it might be the type of creatine that they have it um so and i think it all it, it all depends on you and what your preferences are you. like yeah. it really does like i love I really enjoy those, uh, the clear isolates. I like them as yeah. a really quick way to get in 20 grams of protein. Like yeah, during I the do day. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually prefer isolate than a whey. Yeah. I just prefer it to be, I know it's a bit more watery. Most of the world don't like it, but I actually prefer them. Yeah. And yeah, this is the thing, like, I say to my girls, like, have this. If you're, if you're struggling, to, if you struggle to get in protein and you don't yeah. like shakes, yeah. it's an excellent, excellent way yeah. to get in protein. But even yeah. so, you speak to some people that don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's all, it all depends on you and the product and what you yeah. enjoy. Yeah. That's it. And I think the creatine, I just think it's personal preference. And I think obviously people do, you know, experience different things so everyone's different aren't they so it's not probably for everybody um i know a lot of pole athletes probably do have it now um and people who are like just training calisthenics or yeah even gymnastics and things like that i would imagine i think it's one of the it's certainly one of the top three supplements i think definitely 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 so it's very popular but um, but like certainly like um, it's not essential to have any supplements, but it tends to be really helpful to meet like your protein target to have oh like gosh, yeah. a shake or a, it's quite difficult sometimes to get your protein otherwise. You feel like maybe you're eating meat for every meal or beef. Fish yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really sad as well when I'm um, like, when, when people think about like, going on a diet and i say diet because yeah. that's what people initially think but it's not it's just nutrition and lifestyle and stuff like that but when people think yeah. about making those lifestyle changes like the initial thought straight away is chicken and rice plain chicken yeah. plain rice but it's so hard to do that whenever anyone signs up for coaching now and i'm gonna speak to them like don't worry it's not gonna be chicken rice and broccoli all day because it doesn't need to be like the, the change <laughs> again over the last few years has with everything, and one of the biggest um, factors in that I feel is my fitness pal because it's changed people's lives. They now understand that if you're on my fitness pal tracking your food, you have freedom to design your own day's food. There's no restriction other than you should perhaps think about maybe an 80 20 ethos. But yeah. whereas if you're just on a plan, obviously it can get very soul destroying. So, yeah. if you're it helps so much. So you don't have to feel restricted, but you do. I always say you don't have to be restricted, but you do have to be self-disciplined. Yeah, because you, you do. So you it's do. a balance. You're not restricted. You've got freedom, but you also need to be disciplined to some extent, don't you? Yes, you do. And I find it like I don't know. You, I don't know how you work. You've been doing this way longer than me. But for me and my for my clients, with you know when, who I've done with like diet plan. Well, not diet plans. I don't. It's not. Yeah. I, this is where I'm going with it. I don't like giving diet plans. I don't yeah. like saying for this meal, you need to eat this. And yeah, for this definitely. meal, you need to eat this. It's more yeah. of a, your daily intake is this. Yeah. This is how much I want you to have for breakfast. This is how much yeah. I want you to have for lunch. This is some yeah. examples yeah. Um, yeah. and how we can get that in and we can work yeah. with your 
yeah that's the same yeah that's that's the same as the way i do it for most people give Mm. them a base plan like and it's an example day and it's an optimal food day so it's not like you you um breakfast snack lunch pre and post workout it's got a bedtime snack and it's just examples because it's hard I think it scares people if you just give them a set of macros because they're like, oh, what am I going to do with this? And is this okay to have this? And so if you can just give an example, but explain that it's not, because um, it, 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 it's so destroying to, I mean, certainly can't follow one set day. I know some people work well off meal plans, but technology is an amazing thing. And I said earlier, I'm really bad on technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at technology, but my fitness pal for a lot of people, I think, has just been an absolute saviour because... yeah. It gives you that freedom there, doesn't it? It gives you control. And I think this is where a lot of people, like, it's, you have to be disciplined and if you want it enough, you have to do it. But yeah. when, when people when people ask me questions about, the you know, nutrition and stuff like that, I'm like, how much are you consuming now? What's your daily intake? Yeah. They're like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but that is the starting point over a week, by the way, like even, even family, like my mum was like, my sister are both like, can you help me? I'm like, of course I'll help you, but I need you to track a week's worth of calories for me. Yeah. Honestly, we'll track a yeah. week's worth of content. And then people just like, they just don't do it. Yeah. that's true. <laughs> But you <laughs> can't, you can't point. manage what's not tracked. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. You need to you start know. or you need to have an idea. And it's, yeah. And it's hard, like for people, you, they are just, yeah, they're like in the dark, they don't know what's going on with anything. But when when you start to do it and you see the results, it's just it's so worth spending that like 10 minutes a day maximum, just putting things through and yeah. And just understanding what you're consuming and where yeah. the high amount of calories are coming from, or yeah. you know, yeah. like it's oils and sauces and yes, again like yes, some of that stuff you know it's you can have freedom on this by the way you don't have to be like yeah. I can't have this I can't have ketchup I can't have mayo yeah. but when you it's when, just understanding what you're consuming and yeah. what your daily intake looks like and if you want to achieve yeah. your goals you know that you're going to have to be here more yeah. so for protein I'm like how much protein are you consuming at the moment I had yeah. a client that was like I'm having about 40 grams is that too much I'm like too much <laughs> but again like yeah. people people just don't know yeah and this is why i think you know it's really important to educate people and help yeah. and yeah and it's like it really caused like the the effect that it was going to have on pole is just huge and like having people they they um they think about it in terms of the gym and things like that and often they overlook when it comes to pole i don't know why not so much these days but certainly at the start that all these things relate to both like you said it is calisthenics it is and it's your body composition your overall body strength it's not just your upper body strength it isn't just your core strength it's your whole body strength isn't it that's a factor yeah. and all and your, the, your energy levels and everything so it's the results can be like three, four times as fast if you if you're thinking about everything rather than just that one pole pass a week. Yeah, definitely. And like going back to cross training, when people want to get better, if you want to get better at pole, if you don't, if you if you if you really want to um, get good quick, you have to be training like three, four times a week. Yeah. And now that's expensive, and it's yeah. and it's not it's not realistic to be training yeah. for some people. For a lot of people, yeah. it's not realistic to be training yeah. three four times a week. And this is where cross training is so so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. And I say to my I say to my clients like view the gym as a place where like you're going in to better yourself for the thing that you love to do. 
yeah. we're not going into the gym for a chore like this isn't yeah. like a oh I've got to go work out can't be arsed like yeah. no we're going to go in and do a session because we're going to go hit back because we want to get strong yeah we want to get that iron x and yeah. you know view it's it all like that in the mind, it's all in the mindset isn't it mm-hmm. it is and if you have and you have to have that goal of some of something so if your goal is pole then a hundred percent that's exactly what i would say you, your goal is is pole, and that's that thing that maybe makes that's maybe your happy place, that thing that gives you that buzz, and you go home yeah. and take feeling about and all that kind of stuff. But it's not going to come easy, and if it did, it'd be boring anyway. So yeah. to get to where you want to be, you may be going to have to do some things that you don't enjoy quite so much. However, I do strongly feel that as soon as you get in the gym and you start seeing the progress, I think most of us thrive off the progress that we make. 100%. So even if you don't enjoy it so much at the start, it's probably because you don't feel like good at it at the start. I mean, I, from my experience as well, I've, I've in the past, I've avoided things I'm not so good at. I said, I don't really like that. <laughs> I don't enjoy that. Yeah, we're all we'll guilty of that. that. Yeah, but then when you see the progress, all of a sudden you start liking it a little bit more. So Yeah, you're totally right. And it's not until you go to do something that you've been wanting to do and then all of a sudden it comes quite easy to you because you've been training all round all body in yeah. the gym or whatever your whatever your program looks like um a funny story about this i don't know whether you've experienced this but um so i know that obviously you uh, i think you're personal training people and you're doing yeah lots of different things there as well so i've actually had people start pull and you know, maybe hit a block at like maybe like an intermediate level leave pole completely not that i'm suggesting that because i, I would always say you know keep it in and like you said cross train between that's the mm-hmm. ideal way of doing it but i've actually had people who leave let them stop rolling for a little bit and they've done the gym and they've changed the the body composition they've come back and i had one girl who came back and did a deadlift and she, you know um a handspring deadlift and i was like what this is crazy like you know you were so it's just, and that isn't the optimal way of doing it. You should always keep going with pole because it's technique, it's everything, isn't it? There? Yeah, but yeah. It just shows how important it is that you think about your nutrition and you do the other things as well. It's so important. Yeah, like when I first started polling, I don't know if you've seen my new studio sign. It says strongest sexy. It's the neon sign. Oh, it's so good. And it literally means, I was talking about this the other day. I'm going to be talking about it loads on all the pods, but I don't care because oh. I love it so much because it's so important. Like yeah. that message. Because when I started, like I said, I was so tiny and I was consuming no more than 900 calories a day. Oh, wow. it's, it's shocking it's so bad and it's wow. just and then when I see clients come in and um talk about what they're eating and yeah. how little they're eating and my heart just breaks because I just think like I was there once um yeah. and you're just uneducated just yeah. that's un- uneducated sounds really rude it's not it's not a rude term yeah. but it's just it's just not knowing any different yeah. and just thinking that this is the way that you need to be. And it's just, yeah. but it's so important. Like, and it is, yeah. it's, it's look at what your body can do. Fuel yeah. it. I hate, I hate going to the, actually it never really happens that much, but I hate going to the studio when I'm not on tip top form with fuel with like food and yeah. has such a big impact on my performance. Oh my it's just, God. it's not worth it. It's not worth training. No, it isn't worth training. I'm exactly the same. If I don't feel right, and I've not eaten enough. Like me and Matt were saying that, that's my partner was saying the other day, like your mindset shifts when you start thinking about getting strong. Yes. Because you no longer go to bed thinking, right, I'm going to restrict my calories or I'm not going to eat this because of X, Y, and Z. You go to bed thinking, right, I need this fuel 
so that I'm strong and I perform well the next day. And like that's mm-hmm. when breakfast will come in and maybe pre-workout and when you train if it's in the morning or like your whole mindset shifts when you think about the whole idea of being strong as a whole. And think about your performance goals rather than just obsessing about your physique. And then the physique changes come quite naturally anyway, don't they? And obviously you can put in a bit more lower body training if you want it to be lower or whatever. But it all all kind of falls into place with everything if you focus on fueling your body being strong getting the most out of your performance it's so important to have the performance goals as well and that's why it's so exciting that is such a good quote as well the strongest sexy because it's so true it is it's so it true. is but also like why i just it's like for all the girls it's just not worth it's not worth coming to a session like pole is pole is an expensive sport as it is yeah it's no point coming to a session not and and haven't not eaten for the day because you're not going to get anything yeah. out of it there's, yeah. there's nothing yeah. worse is there like you know how it feels even when you're fueled you know how it feels when you walk away from a session and it's been shit yeah 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 it's so frustrating it, and it's like <laughs> you're like yeah it's you know like it's not worth you come into a session yeah. not fueled and just getting nothing out of it because yeah. you're not going to be able to it it will really impact like you say it will really impact your performance yeah. it's just not worth it yeah it's not worth it and it's so frustrating isn't it you want to come out on a high and obviously every so often you can do sometimes you can do everything by the book and and, and you still have a crap session you do well. you're right yeah. and, that, <laughs> and it's so annoying isn't when it happens but that's life you know that's mm. normal isn't it but generally if you are prepared for that session you are gonna get the most out of it and see some improvements week on week at least so 100 so yeah. talking about your gym it's so beautiful i wish we were close oh I it's miles we close. isn't it i had a it's... pen pal when i was younger <laughs> a younger. he was from south Al- is that where you're from south Al- yeah Stop it! Yeah, the pen pal. I don't know yeah, the pen pal from Southampton. I, I certainly don't know. So she wasn't called Becky, but I wrote. I don't know where I met her. It's all a bit of a blur. But I was very young. I was maybe about Lexi's age or young girl, maybe like ten. And I remember she was from Southampton. I remember asking my parents at the time how long it would take to get there, and it's a good long way away, isn't it? Because I'm I'm near Manchester. I live in Huddersfield, which is class yeah. of Yorkshire, and the gym's in Oldham, which is like Greater Manchester. Um, and you're on the way down to London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, past London, past and then London. all the way down. Yeah, yeah. So too far. Too far. One day. One yeah, day. one day. <laughs> one day. But your gym is lovely. It's absolutely. It must be. It must be so amazing to have all of that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's been hard at times. Like, of course. And stuff. But I was only twenty-seven when I started at the gym I'm now 39 Mm -hmm. so it's been like 12 years obviously it's been ups and downs but the way that the gym's changed so much in that time it just makes me so proud because oh my god that older client yeah Roger's adorable (laughs) (laughs) he is like he is goals he is. He is absolute goal. Like honestly, he's just. You can probably you just get that sense off the videos and the things that we post. But he is absolute goals because mm. he came in about five or six years ago, and he was seriously ill. Um, mm. and he'd been told that he needed to start training. I don't think he'd ever trained in his life. Um, and all I can I, see is his little his little bicep. I know, I know, but he loves it. He loves it, and he honestly, when he does it, he definitely feels like he's 30, 40 years old. He's so young at heart and he loves to train and he's just changed so much. But he only started his journey in his 80s. 
And in wow. five years, I don't think he could feel his hands and things like that. And he, he struggled to do the basic movements. And now, you know, he does chest press and he can do a decent row time and he does sled pull and push and deadlifts. And it's just absolutely inspirational. Bonkers. And that it always, like, whenever anybody says to me, like, I'm 40, I feel like I'm past it. I'm, I know, is it too late to start stretching? Is it too late to start pole? Or even 50, 60, I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because I actually find that when you get a little bit older, yeah. you're actually so much more determined. Yeah. That, you, that kind of overrides anything that might maybe hinder you. But it generally, it's the, the, strongest, the strongest person, the strongest student that I have is a woman who's 58 Stop and she only started, yeah, yeah she started for three years ago and she's the legend at our studio everybody idolizes her linda she's called everybody idolizes her you put some on story i was like whoa that woman's strength she only started three years ago and there's another lady in her 50s wow. who's what probably one of the other strongest ones so it's it's your determination is such a huge factor, isn't it? And yes, how well, you do it something. Yes, and this again, I don't think people realise. Like, not only are you working out and like strength training for a particular goal, but yeah. do it for you and your body. Like, yeah. you don't realise how much it impacts your bones yeah. as well. You know, like all the other things that we don't talk about. Yes, I like, know. You know how your bones start to. You know, there's there's a reason why. You know, as you get older, your bones get a bit weaker, and then as yeah. we, you know, get move into sort of like seventies, eighties. You know, when you yeah. take a fall, yeah, you know, the bones become so weak. And yeah. how strength training, or just training in general, resistance yeah. training, whatever style of training it is, doesn't have yeah. to be strength. We just like our. We just we just like strength training, but it doesn't yeah. have to be strength training. <laughs> Any form of training improves your bone density, and you just yeah. don't, you just don't talk about stuff no, like this. There's so many things that we talk about, like the, the things that we just really overlook. But I mean that, like when you think of Roger, that should be such a huge driving force between. Oh getting my god! Yes. to the gym or whatever training you're going to do, because it's just going to it's going to make such an impact on your life as you're getting older, isn't your it? Your lifespan. Yeah, so everything. Yeah, and everything. that's what we, you know, you you, ha you have to think of your body like a machine. Yeah, you know, like a car. You know, if you if you start if your flashlight come on on your car, you would take it to a service station. Yeah, you might, might need oil, or it are we are exactly the same. Yeah. we need to be a well oiled machine. Oh, needs to be fed, looked after. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent agree with that. <laughs> so I love that tracksuit. Oh, babes. Is that the one it... that you wear in your videos? Mm. I love it. I always think that. I just realised you had the bottoms on as well. So it's Adidas. Yeah. Yeah. ASOS. It's very nice. I brought it in black and I brought it in <laughs> cream the other day. It's really nice. Thanks. I love it, I love it yeah. so much. But do you know what the worst thing is? I can't wear it that often because it's so bright. Like, it's so... It is very bright, but it's not. It's good to be bright. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's lush. I absolutely adore it. it is, it's yeah. part of their. I'm sidetracking a little bit, but it's part of their essentials. <laughs> like it's an essential collection, and it's so comfortable. Like this yeah. is why I bought it in every color. The tracksuit yeah. is so comfortable. The jogging bottoms are comfortable, and they don't so, skin. They're just nice. No. And are they? How tall are you? Five eight and a half. Do you know what? I knew you were. I don't know why. So uh, I'm five eight and a half too. And yes, yes, 
Yeah. I so, love that. And when you were spotting uh, Sharon. Stop it. You can Sharon, see the difference in I it. Like, the difference. I didn't know you were tall. I didn't know you were on the taller side until I saw you. You were, sorry, I think she was. She was, she was spotting she me. Was you. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, oh, um, Becky's not, not really, really tall. But I knew that you were tall. And I thought, I bet she's about the same height as me. Yeah. Yeah, when I, I actually saw Sharon this morning and I had said to her, that spotting video, you can really, because her daughter's the same, they're really, she's tiny, Sharon's yeah. teeny, um, yeah. really petite. And the difference between me and Sharon is, you is really highlighted in that video, because when we do doubles yeah. together, we have to video from the side angle and she has to be in front of me. Yeah. Otherwise, we can't film. Otherwise, front- you look like a giant if she's in the background. That makes yeah. sense. I look yeah, like a giant, yeah. absolute giant. And um, I like <laughs> I look like a giant anyway. Like, if you look at that, where she's trying to spot me and she does a fantastic job. But um, Yeah, she did diddy. do a good job. Yeah. She's yeah. so, so tiny. That, yeah, so, so when did you, did you do, I know you are obviously meant to be asking me a question. Did you do gymnastics or anything when you were younger? No. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't do anything. Well, actually saying that, I did, but like, I was, this is really like completely different to me now, but I was such a shy kid. Yeah. I And I think actually I was having this conversation with Rob the other day, my husband, like I can't pinpoint the, the, the time in my life where my confidence changed. Like I'm a really confident person now. Like I can, yeah, walk, I can tell. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can hold my own in any sort of yeah. situation. And my husband's the same too. And we, you know, yeah. we bounce off each other, but when I was growing up, I was incredibly, incredibly shy. Um, and even I still have little parts of introvert in me. Um, yeah. So I did do gymnastics and then I and I like love doing the headstands and flips and stuff like that. But yeah. I begged my mum to stop because I was I just cried because I just was so shy and scared and um I didn't do any dance I did a little tiny bit of dancing I've always loved dance but again I was too shy to go to any classes Um, and I actually now when I actually look back and think I think my confidence changed when I started pole yeah that makes sense and this is why it's it's, you know it's so good for your confidence isn't it like oh my god that is a hundred percent when it changed for me because even when I was 17 18 19 I was still a really shy girl I was really shy like being the the, the thought of being by myself in any situation would terrify me wow it's crazy now I'm like you're so confident now yeah (laughs) and I do think it is Paul and you know just and this is why I love doing what I do because I'm such a people person too like I love being around people I love like so it's you know it it suits me really well but yeah I never used to be so I I, but I always say to my mum like I wish I'd carried on gymnastics yeah yeah I wish I had but don't you you can don't you don't you find like when you have people come in who are dancers or gymnasts and you're like I can just (laughs) you can just see it yeah and it's it's absolutely mental they tend to pick it up really 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 quickly don't they and their lines are gorgeous and you're just exactly it makes a massive difference yeah yeah you're like this took me years to get baked you just smash in those straight lines straight away you don't really feel for other people in the class as well sometimes (laughs) you're just like oh but but then I always say that um one of the instructors that teaches at my studio a cat she um and she won't mind me saying that when she started I think she had about 12 privates and she was really slow at progressing and she had no background in sport and she really really struggled for a very long time 
but she was so determined. Yeah. Now she's the, probably the strongest, one of the strongest people at the studio. And her lines are beautiful. And I always say that if you're determined and you're prepared to study your craft properly, mm-hmm. you know, and often that's like obviously going to the studio and just doing the classes for some people. But for me, it was literally watching YouTube videos because Instagram wasn't there at the time. Yeah. Non-stop of mm-hmm. um, there's two incredible Anastasia, Anastasias that stand out. I'm sure there's loads more, but just watching one of the Anastasias on video on YouTube over and over and over again and studying how they do stuff, even if you're not from a dance background or whatever, if you're really into something, yeah. you can pick it up, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am so picky on technique. Like yeah. I, I, I think a lot of people come to me for technique because um i am one of my some of my students used to say that um if you ever watched cheer on netflix i haven't really watched it all the way through cheer Cheer, yeah don't get me started on cheer i've just watched it and i watched the whole thing in like a week yeah i was like i was glued to it i absolutely loved it i actually haven't properly watched it so i need to watch it all the way through but a lot of my students said that um i reminded them of the teacher because i'm very much like no yeah yeah, go again Go again. yeah and if it's like yeah. but also like <laughs> I'm very much of like <laughs> if you want to do like a, a flow if you're gonna do it do it properly like yeah. let's get let's get it tip top like yeah. I, had a, I had a client in today for example and all we worked on was round the world pirouette and uh, Juliet spin for a whole hour yeah, to make it perfect make it perfect yeah and and the improvements over an hour were so great yeah but it's like you got to be so yeah like you say determined yeah. and dedicated to your craft if you yeah. want to if you want to if you want to do it and look good you have to i used to video myself over and over i've i i, I was ridiculous like yeah. honestly ridiculous i would literally i, I always say like I, I i do think with paul being a perfectionist is a really really good thing because you don't want to get to the point where you, you know down on yourself because you're not getting things perfect but if you're prepared I would literally, if I wanted something, right, I was like a headless chicken, I would go down to the studio and do, I remember when I wanted my hangman, Yeah, I just did it, I practiced trying to get into it over and over and over again, and, and I literally just set my, my heart on, on that, and obviously I wouldn't go down it every day and do it, because that's not a great idea, but every three days, I'd yeah. do it, and within three or four weeks, I had it, and I never lost it again. And I remember reverse grab trying to get that for the first time. Oh, God, and I'm like, yeah. I'm and I couldn't do it. But then I wanted it so much. And like, yeah. and if you get it and you want it better, you want your legs higher. And it's like, you will get there. Won't you? But when you're flitting from something, even within a class or a private or whatever, if you're flitting between a million different things and if you're prepared to just get it and not get it great, it's not the best idea, is it? You better just try to really, really make sure yeah. it pretty good yeah because what's the point that's what yeah. I that, that's like yeah. rightly or wrongly like okay so yeah. you can you can do your butterfly or you can do an yeah that you can do your butterfly but how do you get into it how do yeah. you get out of it how are you yeah. executing it like how yeah. are your lines like are you yeah. are we really going to ignore the micro bend and yeah. the not flexed yeah. or the flexed but you know and it you do yeah. have there is that balance though because sometimes I can go a bit too crazy like I will video something like maybe like seven times sometimes I'm like no 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 and then I come home I watch it back and I'm like oh, Jesus that was actually really good it was okay yeah I'm the same like if I go down to practice 
Um, I practice with one of the girls, Casey, and I think she's probably alarmed sometimes because I'll do something and it probably appears to be okay, but I'll watch it back and there'll just be something. And I'm just like, oh, that's really not okay. She's probably watching you thinking that was perfect. Yeah, because you do that. (laughs) You watch other people you think it's absolutely fine, but... Um, I still, I actually post more stuff these days that I'm still not okay with. Five yes. years ago, I wouldn't post anything on my page if it no. didn't look perfect. No, agree. I'm trying to kind of let go of that a little bit because I, I haven't got 10 hours a day to go over the same thing. And sometimes I just think, come on, it's, it's good. It's good enough. Yeah, look at what you're doing. Again, it goes back to like appreciating your body for what yeah. you do strong yeah, yeah. you know exactly there's a line in there so I've yeah. been more slack now than what I would have done maybe a few years ago with stuff like that definitely but, this is why I post a lot more progress stuff too so I post yeah, that yeah. video of Sharon yeah. spotting me like you have you know you have these you have big followings or you know people watching you and you know yeah. people idolizing you yeah and they you know they need to see the real life it's like not it's not perfect yes they need to see the process and it isn't so it isn't like that, like even like yourself or anybody that's training, you're not going to go and nail a trick straight away. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a mess. You're effing and blinding. You're being clumsy. You're kicking the pole by accident. Mm-hmm. You need flex potentially because you're not thinking about that. And it's the exact same process that anybody goes through, isn't it? So yeah. it, is, it, is, it is really important to show that stuff. And I think that people are really – appreciative as well it's real isn't it it's real real. yeah and I think these days more than ever people would prefer to watch follow somebody who does show the ups and downs of whatever sport it is 100% so how what does your rest time look like so well actually before we go into that like how often you must be in the gym a lot then that you must be in a lot so I'm in quite a lot although I work from home on a Monday and Tuesday now. So I used to be in doing back-to-back PTs pretty much all day, every day, and then it's changed now. So I, I do quite a bit of stuff online. Mondays and Tuesdays, I work from home, but I do still go and train. Um, mm. And then I'm in with clients Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, but my goal coming out of COVID okay, was yep. that I needed to rethink things because everything had kind of, my own training and everything, it just, completely got put on the back burner and I think like I don't know if you'd relate to it but I think it's quite easy to do sometimes when work and business and like being a coach sometimes you 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 almost I think I was I was that obsessed with my clients and I was I was preaching all this stuff about self-care and prioritizing your own training and stuff and I got to the point just before COVID where I was like actually I'm not really doing that for myself anymore and that mentally when you've always progressed at something that actually start really affecting me because I'd reached a, you know, physique-wise, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely kind of reached a, a standstill. But more importantly, pole-wise, I'd reached a huge stand. I'd actually gone backwards. Yeah. So it's like, so coming out of home Listening to your own advice. Yeah, listen to your own advice as a coach because it's easy sometimes not to do that. So I came out, I think that obviously there's so many negatives of COVID, but one of the positives was that it gave me a chance to sit back and just think, come on, what, what's it all about at the end of the day? And I can't set a good example for my clients yeah. if I'm not practicing what I preach. So I yeah. actually rearranged my whole week and put my training in first. And I, I actually let a few clients go, reduced my clients and stuff, PT clients, 
and thought about more you know what what makes me happy in terms of what kind of coaching I want to do and things like that but I actually I have still haven't got millions of hours to train yeah and I don't think that you need millions of hours to train no. so yeah so it, I actually training wise um I now on a Monday I do a mixture of um like body weight gym stuff so like mm-hmm. shooting the bar uh pull-ups and things like that and then I do pull and I do that on a Monday now rather than dragging myself to do a session that I don't enjoy quite as much because yeah. it gives me such a positive start to the week and I never did that for years and years and I thought right what's going to give me a better start to the week and it's it's doing what I love the most which is pole and that style of training so I do that on a Monday and yeah. then I'm putting them for the rest of the week Tuesday I'm currently doing a um, full body dumbbell session yeah. Wednesday and Friday I do lower training because mm-hmm. that's the goal of mine and yeah, I've seen you been doing your uh, squats yeah. and stuff yeah and it does translate onto pull as well oh my god yeah we know this more yeah. than anything as well I think like when you train lower we'll get back to your training touch by the way yeah. why it's so important is because you people forget like when you do an invert they just see the body going upside down and yeah. really the strength in the in the arms yeah and a little bit in the core but actually it's it's well, all about getting the hips up and getting your posterior yeah. train strong yeah. which is that lower yeah. part of the body yeah. and you you know there's training that to make yeah. that strong is going to yeah. translate to you know stripping it back mm-hmm. and again this is where like you're going to be really beneficial as a as a hybrid pt pole coach yeah yeah because you can you can spot those differences and be like yeah. right so if you want to do this this is what's going to be really good yeah. for you the more advanced you get, it's important at the start, but I feel like when you get into an intermediate level, I hit a brick wall with my training for a while, and it was actually, without realising it, it was when I started training in the gym, that my, my deadlifts and things like that started coming, like things like muscle-ups. I mean, with a, with a, with a weak lower half, that's going to be a really difficult goal to achieve, isn't it? And your iron mm-hmm. and things like that. It's literally... It's like, it's so important to train your lower body. And in my, I know a lot of people come to me who are like pole athletes and want to start coaching. They're like, I just don't see how I can add in. Um, Another session. Yeah, or I, I'm still struggling to get in my flexibility, mobility work, and then pull. But 100%, I feel like you can do it in in five sessions a week of an hour or one hour 20 you can actually cover everything in that time as long as you're really savvy about what you're doing and obviously if you were like a professional um crossfit athlete or something like that you would structure your daily training so that you hit each you know there's so many skills involved yeah and if you have body build to train yeah you do like perhaps like your gymnastic skills in the morning and then you do like a you know, a big workout in the afternoon but and if you've got the beauty of a bit more time then yeah it'd be great to work on you know skills and stuff like that for a bit and have more time for flexibility but it could 100 percent be done in you know five or potentially six days a week but i generally recommend five and two days rest but if you're a pole athlete maybe you'd want to train a sixth day as well but you always need that four days rest Jesus, I have, yeah I have Saturday morning till Monday morning rest. That's like my rest. That's day. your day. That's yeah. your day. Yeah. I have I have two days a week. I have 
Wednesdays I took it out yeah. I took a day out training because I was dying because yeah. I work as well alongside so I work in a corporate job alongside everything oh, else so well, how that's incredible I had no idea that you did that as well yeah and I actually I actually re- I actually started reducing down my teaching a little bit because I was work. this is when I was working full-time so now I work four days a week but yeah. it's still like a full-time job I'm not I mean yeah, I still dabble in work a little bit yeah. so I was working full-time te- and I, I I just I'm just used to it now so like my body just runs this way um and then I started going to uni um I was in uni like two two years ago so and yeah. I was studying alongside teaching and training and everything like that and that that was when I was like okay I need to reduce wow. down my time yeah. Yeah. but then take it doing it so much like I was like I need to again it's being realistic with yourself like if I want to achieve my goals and I want to do what I want to do like I have to be realistic I can't keep yeah. going in and training and having these heart half-hearted sessions because yeah. I haven't got the energy yeah and also everybody undervalues the importance of rest yeah so that's when everything happens obviously I'm not telling you I'm just (laughs) you know um, when everything happens it's when your body recovers it's when your you know the muscles rebuild so sleep is so important sleep is like number one oh sleep I could talk to you don't get me started with sleep my poor boy is he walks past this sounds terrible but he walks past in the gym and I'm asking my clients how their sleep was. And he always says to me, and that's ex-army, and he always says, hey, don't talk to your clients about sleep. But I don't all the time. But it's really important. And Is that like, because he's got that drilled into him from that, like, so my husband follows a guy called Jocko Willing, Willing? I don't know, I can't remember his name. But he's an army yeah. guy over in America, yeah. really high official. And he gets up at like four o'clock every morning. Yeah very very regimented yeah. so for them then again it's that adaption to lifestyle isn't it like yeah, yeah sleep is very mindset. different and like it's because in, if you're in the army I suppose sleep is not yeah. number one no it's not number one but like you're not gonna be best if you don't have good sleep like when I Tell have a good it. sleep I am literally overjoyed skipping mm-hmm. the shop for into the co-op and I, and I am like that a lot of the time anyway I can I can switch it on but sometimes if I don't have a good sleep, my concentration is terrible. Yeah. Um, I second guess myself more. And I think it's like so natural, isn't it, to do that? And going into a training session, I'm a little bit edgier about doing the session and I don't have the same confidence myself. It's just so important. And like the rest side of it, always on a Monday, I'm, I'm so strong on a Monday after having... 48 hours rest mm. whereas if you're training and training and training you're literally not giving your muscles a chance to to grow because they're not growing when you're doing the training they're growing after when you're resting and you're just like it's like i don't it is like flogging a dead horse almost because you literally if you go into training whether it's pole or i want to get perhaps you want to get big shoulders so you're going to train shoulders every day obviously that's literally the worst case scenario so pole certainly if you're doing different things um but you don't necessarily need to train i always i got much more out of pole when i put back my pole training to like three days a week and started adding in the other stuff yeah i actually got i become my strongest during lockdown 
which is probably wow. the complete opposite to everyone else I know. But like, I've always trained me and Rob. Me and like, Rob used to be a PT. Um, he doesn't he doesn't do that anymore. But his passion is for fitness, and you know he. I'm, I absolutely have the knowledge that I have today through him. I've been an absolute sponge around him and he's just taught me yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so for us, it's a part of our life. So when we go on holiday, we train. We would never not train. Yeah. Um, so when I started training kettlebells during lockdown three times a week, my God, my strength went through the roof. And had you come... not done that previous to lockdown? So no, because I, I would sort of go to the gym and... I didn't, I really did. I wasn't training kettlebells that much. I would sort of go in and do, I'd always hit full body because I don't have yeah. the time to go into the gym. So when I did, I went in to maximize or yeah. I would go in and hit the stuff that I needed to hit like lower body. Yeah. Wasn't focusing too much on my upper. My upper was more my pull-ups and stuff that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily get out of pole. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so I went into lockdown, started training kettlebells just three times a week. My physique, me and Rob were like in the, at that point like in the best shapes we'd ever been in and then went back to pole and was like okay this is this is where it's at but then you know it's just been you had that time off pole completely Mm -hmm. yeah so what i was actually quite the same in some aspects with um bailey stopping with the training so um in lockdown i feel like um it changed a bit depending on which lockdown it was. Obviously, there was highs and lows and things like that. Yeah, of course there was. Of yeah, course there was. doing the home dumbbell workouts. I went back to the gym. Bear in mind, we don't have a pull-up bar at home. So I went back to the gym. On, on the first day back at the gym, I went to do a pull-up, expecting I was going to be really, really weak on the pull-ups because I hadn't done a pull-up for... This was after the first lockdown. So I wouldn't have done a pull-up for like... I don't know, maybe three or four months. And at that point, I was doing five, I think. So anyway, came and went and did all the dumbbell workouts at home. Didn't touch a pull-up bar or anything like that. So I was just doing loads of, like, clean and press, things like deficit press-ups and things, but not even really thinking about it because we were just doing online workouts in the gym. Went yeah. back, and I just banged out 10 pull-ups. And I was so shocked, even knowing a lot about fitness. And obviously, when you sit back and think about it, the volume of the work that was done and you're hitting so many like you're hitting your back and so many core movements with the dumbbells or kettlebells it is They're just so fun. transferable aren't they yeah. but i could talk about this all day i'm so boring yeah. but it's yeah. <laughs> so 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 transferable like even the way that you hold it you have yeah. to grip you have yeah. to stabilize you have to use so many muscles that you yeah. would you know you think when you do it's like when you do a butterfly or a handspring or an INX. It's yeah. not just your arms working. Yeah. It's yeah. like you say, it's everything together. If you you have to think about the lower half of your body, yeah. the upper, the back, yeah. the all yeah. of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So, so what what do your rest days look like then? Do you Yeah. Uh, rest days, I actually don't do active rest days so i don't go out okay. and don't try to hit a certain amount of steps or anything like that are you um, quite big on your steps as a side note are you quite big on uh, your steps yeah and I, I, I sometimes i don't like say this to people because i think it's important for a lot of people to track the steps mm-hmm. um but for myself it's not something that i have ever tracked or felt like i needed to track yeah um, i think because 
I've always been on my feet most of the day. And this is it. So it's not it, it's yeah. not a big change for you to yeah. you probably hitting ten thousand yeah, steps a day. Yeah, when when I have I haven't got a watch. I got a watch, and then I thought I don't really know why why I need it at this stage. So I gave it to Matt. But I was I think I was picking up like eight thousand steps just on a quiet today. So I've, I, it's not something that I've, I've tracked, but I do highly recommend it if you are. Looking to lose, keep in control of body fat or lose yeah. body fat, or yeah. you know, it's, it's really helpful tool as well to use that. But like for me, like if, if I wanted to go, I, we've got a dog now, so we've got a dog mm-hmm. now. So we go out with Bailey for a big walk on a Sunday, but it's more for like mental health because I enjoy it. It's not so much because I want to get the steps up, but yeah, so it's a lot of a lot of rest in in the weekend. It's a lot of rest and a lot of food. Oh yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the weekends are the best for me. Like I don't, I, I don't track calories anyway. By the way, like we've been doing yeah. this a long time. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't need track to track my food most of the year either. No, I don't need to. And yeah. like you were saying, like over those periods that you consume a little bit more, which we know, yeah. like Christmas and stuff like that, or if you relax, like if I had a photo shoot next week, I could pull it in. Yeah, definitely. Real, real quick, yeah. like you, yeah. you know, you know what to do, yeah. and what you could not do. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just it's the what what, wait what no i've I've just completely lost my trailer thought there it was to do with um... (laughs) i've just completely lost my trailer thought it happens it happens to the best of us making thinking about christmas i because i mentioned christmas because we're talking about food yeah you've got weekend food food coma and you know what it's friday so this is when it all starts for me this is when we always get pizza normally yes yes so but yeah weekend calories but i I don't i i want to say this with with um I want to be careful how I say this because I'm not saying that you should just go <laughs> well on weekends yeah. and not consume. But yeah. I have such a full on lifestyle. My, throughout the week, my Monday to Friday is so solid yeah. and it works for me. And I sit in a deficit and yeah. I feel like at the weekend and, you know, it's not necessarily that it would work for anyone else. But for me, it works. That's yeah. when I sit in my surplus and that's yeah, when yeah. I gain yeah everything yeah. back uh, sunday's my rest yeah. day so uh, yeah i have my calories are higher and yeah so yeah that that's... That, that way works for you and that works for so many people it can be a good idea to do it like that as long mm-hmm. as you your calories enough enough in the week to fuel what you're doing so yeah my food is higher on the weekend yeah it? i love it that's the, <laughs> i was thinking like why why i've lost my trailer yeah, yeah, because i was thinking about, about all the food yeah yeah that's it you were just gone for a minute <laughs> because i literally went to mls just a minute ago and went and brought that's my percy brilliant. pigs we oh, always find the same yeah we always oh. we, we always get the same i always have burgers on a friday night i have yeah. quite high carb on a friday because saturdays is yeah. a big training day for me so i always have like burger and chips and yeah. you know and then saturdays is always relaxed and i just yeah. that's when i have my sweet stuff and again yeah. it doesn't really impact too much but yeah. it's important strong when it gets to monday I do and also it's resting I feel like my body needs to recoup the calories and yeah and for me it just works yeah yeah that's it that sounds like a good a good way of doing it it's quite similar to how I do it because my food is higher on the weekend as well yeah, yeah. Um, it works for social reasons as well mm-hmm. it? it works for that it, it works yeah it just works for lots of reasons and I certainly do feel very strong on a Saturday I always feel strong on a Monday because I've had higher food yeah always it works really 
really well but then but then like you it's being careful of what you consume like yes I I probably I am it all I'm a hundred percent in a surplus like I don't know how many calories I consume but yeah I'm still it's still not obscene yeah you enjoy probably having all the things that you enjoy but you are also probably still eating adequate protein and you're probably still having some meals and things like that so it's different, isn't it, to go in because I always advise people it's not great to stick to it all week and then go absolutely AWOL at the weekend. No, no. It's different what you're talking about because you're having, like like with me, I'd have my pizza on a Friday, but I've eaten all my protein and all my meals today and then I'd have um, Saturday whatever meal I fancy and Sunday I always have a Sunday dinner and if I want a dessert. But in between that, I get up and I still have my protein shake and oats and things and I still make sure I have like my snack with cottage cheese and I'm vegetarian so it's all like uh, vegetarian stuff but um but the rest of it's quite healthy but also it's consistency I mean yeah. I know we can talk about this a lot because it's boring but you know you hear it a lot don't you like it's almost like oh yeah consistency but yeah consistency yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it yeah consistency in time um yeah Build, by building some muscle yeah uh, even a very small amount of muscle your body will be so much more forgiving and you you know so it, it is everything isn't it it's everything together absolutely yeah. so, so one I mean we've I have one last question for you because I don't want to take up I don't want to eat into your evening but oh, this has been so much fun right? yeah. the time has so flown I don't believe it's been an hour and 15 minutes what what the hell it doesn't seem like that no it's been so nice I knew this would be an amazing pod I knew it would be I knew because like we are values and I I can just tell it's so aligned yeah you know with yeah 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 exactly so like with your do you have regular sports massages and stuff like that how do you look after your body yeah so I don't have them that regularly my partner has them a lot um but we have a lady that comes to the gym and she does one for me probably every couple of months so I need to okay. do one um but it is very very important very important I'd say I, I've been very lucky over the years I haven't really had many injuries um okay. since I started I feel like <laughs> but I did pick up a very bad elbow injury about a oh. year ago but I've been whereas my partner he, I feel like the mobility side has is a factor in that definitely. Um, yes. So I feel like like the, the flexibility training stuff is a factor, and it will help you not get injured. Too many injuries, obviously, things happen sometimes. So mm-hmm. my partner, he's been bodybuilding for years, and he yeah. is jacked. I was showing Rob the other day, like he is jacked in these. Oh, he's, he's massive. Jacked, he's not as heavy as what he used to be. Um, and he's changed his training because he used to just do bodybuilding training and now he's like he he describes it as hybrid and it is it is hybrid training so just like a mixture so he's quite a fitness guy now he does a bit of everything but he's absolutely he's absolutely stacked it's astonishing given this is what i was just about to say it annoys me sometimes he is in he's so big and muscle ups like it is nothing i know it's ridiculous isn't it and it almost like a feather that he can do it that easy and he's in the car I mean he does no he doesn't do any calisthenic training he's never done anything on the pole or anything like that he doesn't do any core work but years of training obviously within the gym deadlifts and all the things that you do obviously his core is so strong 
that he the skin the cat his layout in skin the cat though and the yeah. shoulder mount is just yeah, I don't do any. I don't do any core work. Yeah, I've never done core work. I've never done core work yeah. either. Yeah, never. I mean, so yeah. when I'm teaching my kettlebell class or in my plan, I have core work. Like yeah, at the end of helpful. yeah, at the end of the sessions, there's like you know, like maybe some Russian twists or some yeah. planks or you know some leftovers, something yeah. like that. But they are not the fundamental of yeah, my training yeah. or the plan. Yeah. Like the yeah. core comes yeah. from like you say your deadlifts your squats yeah. the stabilization yeah. stabilize the core yeah. engage it and it will yeah. all come together you don't yeah. need to be in the gym doing work. 50 50 sit ups and... yeah yeah it's not it's not worth it it's a waste of time and whatever you're doing if maybe you know building a bit of muscle and fat loss was a goal as well you are going to burn more calories if calories is a factor within a, a full body workout if you time yeah so i do feel like core workouts in the gym i don't know whether it's not so worth it the certain movements are very helpful for yeah and it it can help in terms of like if you've got a particular goal like yeah if you're looking to i still think there's better things that you can do personally like if you want to train your core train the big compounds yeah or you know for me like the kettlebell flows that i do put big movements together you know yeah. train there's there's you can be clever about it yeah 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 um yeah but yeah it's there's so much isn't there it's, again it's really? preference but <laughs> no it's, it's interesting really? though isn't it when you've got two you've got two coaches two fitness coaches and pole coaches who say the same you know it's very you yeah. know we're yeah it is you will get some people who are just pulled through and through and they they get some incredible pole athletes who have probably only trained pole so it's not that you can achieve things no 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 not at all but for the not for for most of the general public it's really going to benefit you another important and really really important thing is it's going to help you stop get the imbalances that you might. Oh my god, I was just about yeah, to say this. Yeah, it's just so they're not from doing you know, just upper body training. Obviously, you need to balance it out. But also, I know, obviously, I know. I'm sure that you obviously push for both sides and everything at pole. But actually, when people do a combo, they might, or if they're training on their own, they might do more on one side and things like that. So it's just everything, isn't it? It, it is so helpful to do a mixture of everything. Yeah, and this is what I love kettlebells as well. Firstly, it highlights my muscle imbalances. Yeah. <laughs> horrendously like yeah. my, i'm like especially like a bottoms up press something like that yeah and on my left side i'm like oh this is good and then on my yeah. right the kettlebell's like yes doing the single doing the unilateral movements mm-hmm. is like so obviously it takes a little bit longer but even on like lower body when you do like you know, your lunges and bulgarians and things like that you can really see the difference can't you and i think yeah it is it is important but more than anything i think it helps prevent injury too because like so and again i if i had a gym like you i would be more i would you know i would love to train more in terms of barbells and dumbbells all rounded but for the limited what what i have i don't know if i work out of a gym but you know the time i have i think kettlebells are super transferable but more than anything the reason why i think my INX is so strong and all my power moves are so strong is because of the stabilization around the muscles yeah the stability that my shoulders yeah. now have from yeah. doing halos and these weird odd yeah. movements and the mobility yeah. 
you know yeah. I feel safe I feel safe in my twisted grip I don't yeah, you, you know because strong. the muscles are strong yeah. and yeah. you know it's so so important yeah. isn't it yeah Kate we could talk about this all day mm-hmm. I haven't even really covered anything that I wanted to but this has been so <laughs> nice because I don't I wanted it to be really really free-flowing and I think yeah. it's so important because you know you're you're a really good coach and you can Thank see you. that and yeah I would love to be nearby to come and train with you one day. Oh, no, I'm sure it'll happen one day. It will. Our paths will cross. Yes. They absolutely will. Um, But thank you so, so much for joining me. I feel like I'm leaving. I feel like I've got got another couple of hours in me, if I'm (laughs) being honest. (laughs) Get another cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, Get the burgers going. No, there's probably more that we can talk about. But, yeah, that was fun. It was very nice to meet you properly as well. Yeah, and you. 